This is Cleveland Stage Door. Please welcome our hosts, Jimmy D and Stacy. Hello, everybody. Happy day. It is the Cleveland Stage Door. My name is Jimmy. That is Stacy. Stacy, hello. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, hello. Are you dying from last night still? I'm so tired. I am tired. I'm exhausted, but that's what happens when we're old. And we get out at 11 o'clock at night. And go, they don't get home until almost midnight. But it was phenomenal. What a show. And I have to say that that montage does not do that show justice. Yeah. No. <laughs> like in in the, what is that? A, a minute long montage. It, mm-hmm. it hit so many different parts of that show. But oh man, it was so good. Of course, last night we went to see Tina um, at Playhouse Square in Connor Palace. It was fabulous fabulous mm-hmm. um jimmy what were your thoughts because I, I going in i i was really excited to see it because it was something new that i hadn't seen before but mm-hmm. i didn't know what to expect what about you i did not know what to expect i've heard rumors and you know it only lasted a couple of years on broadway so it's like okay let's see what happens well man it blew away every expectation i had that was that was a top-notch show top match the excitement the the naomi rogers as tina was phenomenal and i don't know how she has stamina to do that because girl that was crazy that was intense and she was there for the entire two hour and 45 minute show like she was on stage the entire two hours i'm like it from like from an actor's point of view you know that you don't have a lot of time when you don't even have 10 seconds to run backstage and change like they did so many quick changes on stage during the show that i was so like blown out of the water that uh this woman never had a break naomi better be resting today in fact she better still be asleep because last (laughs) night was so so much work for her she was so good though wasn't she yeah her voice is phenomenal she was so good and and speaking of that like she even cleared it up on instagram this morning then said they said there's only one tina on stage i do not trade spots with anybody i'm on the stage the entire night so when it's either uh naomi or Zurin, or I think that's her her name. Um, Zurin, yeah, yeah. So you get you get one of the two Tinas, and both of them are top notch, and and it's it's a workout. It's a workout. There are for our listeners out there that are all big musical theater people. There are a very select few uh, parts that I feel like run a gauntlet that you don't get to walk off stage for females. That's things like Fanny Bryce or uh, Madam Rose and Gypsy. This is right up there with it. I think that this woman from the second that she hit the stage to the end of the show might have had time to go off and drink one little of water for that amount of time. Like, I don't think that there was any moment where she wasn't just giving her all so like like half of the half of the transitions and scenes was her changing in the middle of the stage and yeah. getting into a new outfit and a different uh different time of time of the show like different time of the era of the years and and it was just it was phenomenal and and the one thing that i would mention is like 
it's crazy how these musicals are bringing more and more like the LED walls to bring the sets to life instead of using oh yeah that backdrops. was so cool that was right. so cool the 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 backdrop moving and changing and and uh, taking you in and out of every scene it's just so it's a it's a great new use of technology that's been there and I really liked that right right that's pretty awesome and then you know our friend uh garrett turner he was ike his voice is so smooth and his personality like he just fits that role perfectly it was it's it's so, so funny he he did such a great job and knowing him and having spoken with him like he's such a sweet and well-mannered and uh just a very thoughtful person and then you see him up on stage doing the things that ike turner did which mm -hmm. were not great for poor no. tina um and and it's such a juxtaposition but he did such a good job of it by the end of it i was like uh which <laughs> we didn't get a chance to ask him but i really wanted to know now that i've seen the show I, Garrett, if you're out there listening, how does it feel to have an entire 2,000 person audience clapping and cheering while you're getting beat up? <laughs> <laughs> like, and in, it's deep. Like the like it's deep. Like the first the first act alone is very raw and very real and about what was happening back in a day and how people were treated back in the day and just the the elements that Tina had to go through to get through the trenches to get to where she is today. It's it's a very raw first act. And and disclaimer, I've never seen this before, but Playoff Score actually has you accept the disclaimer saying if you bring a child, you are fully warned that this is a very, very dark show in the beginning. And and before you can even buy tickets like they they fully disclaim that you should not bring your ch children to this show because of the language because of the the rawness because of the conversations you would have to have after the show with your kids and and maybe that's good to have those conversations with your kids about how it was it back but like i've never seen a disclaimer for a show when you bought tickets saying hey don't i we just fully advise you about when you bring your kids to the show yeah. Well, it's so hard because, you know, with Tina Turner's life as a as just like a human, not even the show, there were so many ups and downs and, and so many things that were really tragic in her real life that she overcame and, and got to do these amazing things and, and still you know shared her gift with the world and i think that that's really inspirational but you're right man this show starts off with somebody getting slapped across the face almost yeah. you know that's yeah. in scene number two so mm -hmm. uh you definitely have to make sure that you're prepared for a show like this for sure oh, absolutely absolutely and then you know what a great talent that was there last night the, the ensemble was phenomenal i don't know how during the encore and the curtain call, how they had the cinema to twist around a million times while trying to sing. That was, that was so good. The dancing was great too. The singing was so good. I mean, really, you can tell these people have been out on tour for a while and they've really gelled their, their voices just sound great together. Everybody matched each other really well. I don't have 
anything negative to say when it comes to the talent. The dancing was way more than I would dance. <laughs> I think it was nuts. And I have to say, and maybe this is taboo, maybe maybe the internet's going to be mad at me, but the, the people on stage were all jacked. I don't know if you noticed, man. <laughs> dancing like that for that long and touring and i guess i don't know maybe they all are like gym rats every person a man woman and child and ooh, there were some children in this show that were so good too but man woman and child on stage every single person was like hello i've shown up to lift weights like they were here <laughs> for it yeah, i don't know how yeah. you get that fit but if it's the broadway diet and exercise program i'll take it I'll yeah. take it. And, and you have to be with this show. Like, you have to be in fit and be able to have that stamina to go through. Like, some of these backup singers were on the stage just as much as Tina was. And Tina was on the show, on the stage from start. Like, she started the show. She ended the show. She was on there for at least 98% of the show. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, more than that, man. Like, I, and that sounds crazy because how do you get more than 98%? She did it. She did. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. Right. Oh, hey, uh, I know we didn't plan for this, but I literally just got a message from Garrett right now because oh. I sent him a little like, thank you for having us. It was so good to talk to you and just see everything come alive last night. And he just said that he is so very glad to be here in Cleveland. It seems like it's a good place to go out and have a fun time. Plus the audience last night was one of the best that they've had. Um, and the whole cast just headed to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame today for press nice. and nice. to have a time and enjoy and see Tina's real costume. So that should be yeah. really fun. How cool. I was I was messaging, uh, I messaged him last night. I was like, because he took a picture of the airport uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame setup. And he put it on Instagram, and I messaged him. I was like, you know they have, like, Tina's outfits and everything on display at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to make sure to go check it out. And I'm glad to hear that they're all going and they're going to take care Go. I mean, absolutely. When you're that close, come on, Cleveland's where it's at, man. Right. You got to do it while you're here. Right, right. And the, the proclaimed queen of rock and roll definitely deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, for sure. Absolutely. And, and she is, man. I have to say, and maybe it's blasphemous, but I kind of forgot all of her hits. Like, of course, when you think of Tina Turner, you think of Private Dancer. You think of Simply the Best, you know? But there, this show, for being a, a jukebox show and having that, you know, let's take songs from the entire catalog of career, uh, there was so much in there and i went home last night still singing at the top of my lungs that drive back to akron was real fun for my husband <laughs> i bet you he'd love that <laughs> <laughs> uh overall though that was a great show great phenomenal show the like i said the first half is raw and, and difficult road to get through but the second half brings you home like that like the the second half just shows like if you don't give up you keep going and keep pushing for your goals and keep pushing to get that dream and as you saw it as you might know about the tina turner story is when she got divorced from mike 
she had nothing. She went to she, all she wanted was her name. She got she couldn't sing the songs from the Ike and Tina review. She couldn't do um really anything. So when so when she restarted, she restarted from the bottom and and like record agencies record labels were concerned about signing her and and taking a risk on her and then she finally got her one break and that's all it takes is one break and they displayed that perfectly during the show and that per the the perseverance and the push the drive it was a great story absolutely well you think there it's so funny anymore because there's there was a line in the show and i'm paraphrasing so uh i don't i don't know it certainly but um there was a line in the show that said something about how nobody's interested in a in a 40 year old woman right and i went 40 that's not even like j-lo is 50 shakira is 50. i don't know if you've ever seen jennifer aniston but hello people are interested but in the early 80s when uh you know video and music videos were first coming out it was it was true it was like oh if you don't yeah. have that thing you're not even going to get recognized so even though she had decades of being this phenomenal singer that drew a crowd that had this career mm -hmm. as soon as ike was gone and as soon as the musics were gone or it was like the record label just didn't even want to entertain her at all and that's terrible because some of her best stuff came out after that old man had to go right right yes 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 and uh speaking of other people in the cast let's oh. run through this so naomi rogers once once again tina turner she was phenomenal she was so good uh garrett turner was was so great for the role his smooth voice his great personality the charisma on stage i was he was awesome uh rods white who played selma was awesome as well that like that's like we could run through all of this and we're going to say the same thing the voices were top notch for the show and we know i know we've said that three or four times now during the show but like you can't really you you could have better put a better team like cast together uh for to portray tina turner and put together a great ensemble to back up the powerful voice of Naomi, like her voice was so powerful. So clear too. Oh, she, yeah. there's this thing that happened and I don't, as the show progressed, you could hear Naomi move her voice into that signature Tina Turner style. Mm -hmm. And it, it was crazy to me because when she first opened her voice the very first time that she sang in the first act when she walked out on stage and just l let it rip i was like "Ooh, this woman can sing but in in the back of my head i was like you know she doesn't she sounds beautiful she doesn't sound like tina turner does because tina turner has such a distinctive voice mm -hmm. you know um but as the show progressed and moved forward, it was like every time there was that time jump, every time there was a, a switch to it, every new song, she slipped more and more into that really controlled vibrato that Tina Turner has. And that almost, like almost too wild gruff in her voice. And mm -hmm. that to me says more than anything else, because as a singer, having to start 
using your voice in one way and over the course of an hour and a half, change it to sound more like somebody else and then elevate it and still have the pitch, the tip, the timbre, the, the strength, the power, the emotions come through like that woman. She deserves every award that we can give her. I'm saying it here first. She deserves mm-hmm. every award we can give her. Right, right. I agree. And, and, and Jimmy, can we talk about the little baby girl? Oh, what yeah. was her name? Yes. Uh, now I don't know which one, but it's Brianna Cameron. <laughs> is yes. uh, was young uh, Anna May, and then um. Diana, Diana Benson, I can't pronounce this last name, uh, was, uh, oh, she was the understudy. Well, our little anime last night, girl, the, I mean, yeah. I said to, Her voice was phenomenal. The, I said to the people around me, I was like, it's a half hour past this little girl's bedtime. She's that young. She's little. She's little. She's just starting out. And she... I mean, literally, the first song started wailing, and it was so good. It was so good. The woman who was sitting behind me, um, this little baby anime opened her voice, let it shine through, and the woman behind me went, oh, well, that's not fair. (laughs) That's great. And and I've got a clear answer. It's Ava Johnson was the young anime. Brianna is the understudy for young anime. Okay. So, so Ava was phenomenal, and she 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 was on the Broadway show too, Broadway cast as well. Yeah, that Disney. makes sense. Because this woman, woman, she's like twelve. <laughs> this little baby girl, she she sings like she was put on this earth to sing. If that girl doesn't go on to win Tonys and Grammys and Oscars and every single thing that you can. I don't know who will, because she was just wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A little shining moment. I didn't know that I was going to get out of this show and I expected this show to be really good. So that should tell you something about how wonderful she was. Yes, definitely. So overall, I think it was a great show. I think, um, I think it's the best curtain call I've had so far. There that, that they've had so far this season. Like that was electric. That was phenomenal. Like the last three or four songs were just insane. Um, Ships kiss. It was. Uh, I think I am willing to say if Beetlejuice was not on this season, that this probably would have been my favorite show of the season. That's it some was, big words. Was, it was so good. Like the talent is unmatched. Like between like you can't even like I don't know how Playoff Square is gonna beat this season. Like you have Tina, you have uh Hades Town, you have six musical coming up still, you have Moulin Rouge still come up, you had Beetlejuice, you had Cats, you had uh Les Miz all in one season, like Okay, but don't forget though. Next year we have company coming. We have mm-hmm. um, uh, Back to the Future, Mrs. Doubtfire. So like they're 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 doing real good for next year. But you're right. Oh, this year sure. was kind of amazing. Right, right. It's gonna be hard to beat next year for sure. Or the any any time soon. To be honest with you, like the amount of like 
one day we'll have to go through and just count the amount of Tony Awards that these shows in 2022 have because every show we've had this year has won multiple Tonys. <laughs> you think that they have somebody in at Playhouse Square like sitting back and being like, this year's lineup only got 12 Tonys. Next year's lineup has 18. We got to figure it out. <laughs> Oh, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not complaining about next year. Next year is going to be a great year between the Key Bank Broadway series and the Huntington Bank Broad uh, and the feature performances. It's going to be, it's going to be top notch for sure. It really is. Can we talk about? So, I've gone and I've seen a lot of live theater this year, and this is a topic that I don't know we're rehashing again. But since the pandemic has. Uh, eased and more people feel more comfortable going out into public and more people feel good. This is my hot take of the show. And it has nothing to do with the actual show last night, right? I think it's a it's a compliment to the people on stage that the people in their seats, at least the people that I was sitting around, couldn't stop singing along. <laughs> and maybe I'm a curmudgeon but I'm there to see the people on stage, not Sandy who's sitting next to me on her second bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but when you are so, so taken up in a moment, I, I guess, you know, the woman who was sitting next to me, who was just so engrossed in the show, forgot that she was in public. And by the second act, she was singing pretty much every word. Uh, right along with Naomi on stage. <laughs> so oh. I gotta say, uh, Cleveland audiences, please make sure that you're being very respectful to the people on stage. Enjoy, dance, go crazy. But like, you know, keep it, keep it contained. Keep yourself to the first bottle of wine, Sandy sitting next to me. Don't, right. <laughs> don't go. that wasn't her name, by the way. That was not, but that's a true story. She was a little, little wasty. They, um, and, and they actually like, so at the end, they suggest you to get into it. They like, but like, yeah, the, I was having a good time in my seat. I wasn't singing along, but I was, I was rocking. I was getting so excited during like two or three portions of the show, like right as, um, Oh my god, I just did a mind blank. But like there in the end I was shaking so bad that Ashley was like, You gotta stop. You gotta calm down. And Yeah, no, the the encore at the end is uh, that's the time to let loose. That's the right. time to get up, stand up, scream, sing along, do everything you want to. I I have to say it was energetic for everybody to stand up. Um, but I know with you, you were probably shaking your legs so bad that the whole row was moving. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. They um, and it was that it was just the the music was perfect for the scene. The 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 I'm still trying to figure out which song it was. The one that right, you remember when the chains came down? I I have it right on the tip of my tongue. The chains came down in the first act, and it was right after she left Ike. It was, um, it's one of her biggest hits that I just can't remember off the top of my head. And here I'm looking, it, I mean, they started with Nutbush, so I know that wasn't it. Um, I'm looking at, looking at it now. I don't want to fight was the very last one. 
Ooh. And then Proud Mary, Private Dancer, Open Arms, Tonight, What's Love Gotta Do With It? Um, I don't remember which one it was, but uh, it could have been Proud Mary. Um, da -da 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 -da. Because remember, it started off really slow. Yeah, no, that's and, Proud Mary. And, and the, uh, the ensemble. Left a good job in the city. That yeah, one? The, the ensemble was, was like singing it very faintly as she was getting up. Remember? Yes. Uh, and you could tell, like, the energy, the energy in the crowd just started, like, shifting to, a like, a maximum when, especially right when the horns hit. Like, I was watching, I was watching the stage, but all of a sudden, right when the horns hit, you look up to the right in the boxes, and some girl just yes. jumped up out of her seat and started dancing. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take this. I loved it, honestly, but... Yeah. But like, that's one of those moments where it became i mean i forgot that i was watching a musical it became a concert it was oh, like yeah. a tina turner concert in there right so right. good and i thought that's where they were going to go the intermission at but there was like what one more two more songs after proud mary yeah right? yeah, yeah um and they and it kind of like ended it more on like a another like quieter moment like a not quieter but more of a like more mood shifting moment than yeah. I thought that they would have like they should and I felt like they should have ended the first half the first uh, act on a like more higher moment to get people go excited to see the second half. But I get what what they did they 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 got people out of that like sadness mm -hmm. and then put them right back. In. Then they got them, like <laughs> then they put well, them right back into it. To, but they didn't want them we... to be too sad. That's the thing. Can we talk about that moment though? That I I don't want to fight moment where it's just Tina standing on stage, belting her little heart out about how she just doesn't want to fight or do this anymore. I feel like mm -hmm. um, that that song for me after Proud Mary changed that song for me. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lyric in there um, that was i don't know when i heard it on the radio it didn't really do much for me right but in the mm -hmm. context of the show um it was it was i can see that you don't care and you're looking right through me uh it seems to be lately you look at me the wrong way and i was like ooh, in the context of the show like that is so Mm -hmm. heavy and heartfelt and you can really feel what she's talking about when i heard it on the radio i was just like oh she mad at her husband but that, that's not it it was right. just so much more i feel like that moment of her in like the little matching sweatsuits in the recording studio belting it for her life was really a, a moment i'm gonna take with me right yeah i agree i agree well, what's your final thoughts, Stacey, on the show? My final thought is if you're in Cleveland, go see Tina. It's well worth it. Um, if you're not in Cleveland, go see Tina when it comes through. It's well worth it. Uh, whether you know about Tina Turner or you don't know about Tina Turner, uh, would recommend you go see this show.
yeah, I agree. I and even if you're not a even if you're not a hardcore like musical theater fan, this is a show you, you can get it go to and you can understand and and you can just enjoy. Like that's the thing. Like it brings so much joy to the show that and, and it hits you in every kind of feeling. And yeah, I feel that for sure. I think it has a lot to be said that we both walked away from there feeling joy and and hopeful when it can be such a hard story. Um, but for everybody in the theater walking out had a smile on their face. Everybody was, you know, just you hear the murmurs as you're walking out to your car. Every one of those murmurs was uh, about how joyful it was. So for the cast and the crew, thank you for making us all feel joyful through uh, a a very hard and heavy story and I will I will definitely go see anything that any one of those people were cast in ever again. <laughs> yeah, I agree. The, the uh, like between like like we were saying, we we can't give enough praise to Naomi and Garrett and any entire cast. Like like it's it's just I I don't even know how to put the words into it how good Naomi and Garrett and Brianna and all them yeah. Well, and it's so hard to name individuals because I feel like the company as a whole oh, yeah. just was so very good. And the band. The band was phenomenal as well. Oh, yeah. Well, Mr. Saxophone Player that came out at the end, he was jamming. He was mm. jamming. He loved it, and I loved him. And the fact <laughs> that it looked like the band was on stage the entire time, and we had no idea. Like, yeah. It was crazy when they lifted up that curtain and the entire band was sitting there. Was it was standing there? Now I don't know if obviously the band was there the entire show, but it looked like they were, and, and it looked it was awesome. It was really awesome. Yeah, there were a couple of sneaky moments like that uh, that I loved. I loved. Um, I don't. I feel like I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give things away for people who are still going to go see it because you should go see it. But yes. there's just so many moments that that were so very good that really, uh, yeah, I think you said it best, Jimmy, where if if it hadn't been for one of your most favorite shows coming through this season, this would be the front runner. I, I'm yeah. waiting, you know, I'm waiting for something to knock this show off its throne, but that's going to be really hard to do. Oh, yeah absolutely and and we talked about earlier like there's a couple like big shows coming up like you're talking moulin rouge which is like cast wise is one of the biggest cast wise we have coming to the coming to cleveland and like set design wise it's going to be phenomenal and six the musical that that's that's just a different kind of musical altogether that's a that's a that's going to be great too. And it's going to be the shortest musical we'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am looking forward to that because I don't know, aside from like the one minute video clips that I have seen on TikTok, I don't know anything about six other than what you have shown me. So I'm super excited for six to come through. I'm trying to go into a blackout. So I don't know what's coming up so that I can experience it for the first time live. I think that that's one of the things that 
I love about live theater is experiencing something for the first time live. So I'm really trying to like not already know the lyrics going in. But yeah, it's yep. so too, late, too late. Too late for me. That's all I listen to. <laughs> six the musical. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Tina Turner the musical is going to be at Connor Palace Theater, part of the Key Bank Broadway series, April 25th through May 14th. Tickets are still available. Go on PlayoffSquare.org to buy those. And trust me, this will be one of the shows that I'm going to say, if you do not see this when it comes to town, you're going to regret it. When this show ends and ends touring, it's it's going to be one of those things like, oh, I should have went and saw that. And and obviously, and I don't say that a lot about a lot of shows, but like this is one of those shows, like if you love the music of Tina Turner or you love the story of the Tina Turner and Ike review, it, you you should go you should go see the show and tickets are not even that bad like the highest price ticket is 129 dollars like yeah compared to some of these other broadway shows that's come to cleveland like that's really not bad price wise for that talent that level of talent yeah i don't think you can get closer to broadway talent i really don't no, well that's no. because most of the cast was from their broadway cast which was so good but um it, it it is wonderful i highly highly recommend it i think everybody should go and see it and i'm just glad that we got to last night yeah and don't forget uh check out our interview that we did with colleen sexton from dear evan hansen that is up now as well uh we'll be i'll be going to see dear evan hansen here in a couple of weeks and give me my my opinion again um once again bravo to naomi rogers garrett turney the entire cast of tina if you, I'm going to reiterate this again. If you love Tina, if you like the, if you just like the music of Tina Turner, if you, if you just enjoy like the jam of Tina Turner, go see the show. Like it is different. Like I turned on Tina Turner's music to go home, and I felt like even like the tempo and everything from when they did it at the show to her recording was like way more high tempo as well, and it's it's just phenomenal. So. That's it for us. Stacy, thanks so much for joining. Uh, it's great. We'll see y'all next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. We'll talk about that and go from there. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. We'll see you next bye. week. See you next week. Cleveland Stage Door is a podcast produced by NEO Music Scene. Check out all the happenings around Cleveland on neomusicscene.com. A Jimmy D production copyrighted 2023 by Jimmy D Productions, jimmydpro.com.